Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, episode number 15. I'm your host, Heather, and today we're talking about where to be on social media. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, where you'll find the tools to level up your business, your mindset, and your life. One of the things that really stresses people out when they're looking to jump into the digital world is... Oh my goodness, there are so many options. Should I be on Twitter? Should I be on Instagram? Everybody's supposed to be on Facebook, right? What about LinkedIn? I don't get LinkedIn. Um, If you don't get LinkedIn, please go back to our episode number 11 because there is so much to love in LinkedIn. But I get the kind of overwhelming thing of, okay, if I have to do it all, I can't do any of it because it's just too hard. Good news. You don't have to do all of it, or more aptly, you don't have to do all of it right away. And you might not have to do all of it. When you're deciding where you're going to be on social media, one of the biggest questions to ask is, well, what's your goal? What are you trying to do on there? If your goal is to make sales and make money and and get your name out and get people to come to your shop or get people to hire you for your services or whatever, that's not really the end because that's not like, okay, I want to sell, so therefore I have to be on all the selling ones. That's still not how it works. Your goal is to get your message to your audience. It's not to get every single person in the world to be aware of what you sell. Because let's say you sell commercial pipe insulation. Well, I'm a marketer. I'm probably never going to hire someone for commercial pipe insulation. So should that person be spending a whole bunch of time and money trying to generate content for Instagram? Not really. It's not going to move the needle and it's not going to fit any of their goals. So you have to figure out what you're trying to do and then figure out who you're trying to do it with or who you're trying to do it for. The way it kind of breaks down, usually I would say there's not a whole ton of businesses, commercial, you know, industrial people sort of to this side, but in a lot, in most small businesses that are going on, you are going to have a retail component. There is going to be a part of it somewhere that you're trying to sell something to a human. However, if you are a mainly business to business setup, well, trying to find those people on Facebook may not be a good idea, or it may not be a good idea to start. So let's kind of break it down. The social media channels that are the most popular and the most prevalent and the most useful would be, to me, Facebook and Instagram, which thankfully now that Facebook bought them in 2012, is basically the same thing. LinkedIn, Twitter to a degree, Pinterest to a degree, Snapchat and TikTok to a very minor degree. That's pretty much it for right now. Really, if you are making, if your audience is above the age of 20 and you're really looking to make a splash with sales, you can pretty much focus on Facebook, 
Instagram, and LinkedIn and have a pretty solid foundation. Feel better yet? So of those three, of all of them, the first thing you look at is, are you a product or a service? Are you a B2B or are you direct to customer, B2C? Are you business to business or are you business to customer? Or do you have both? And then you look at your brand. So where would people expect to find you? If you are a lifestyle brand that is selling mainly to, let's say, women age 25 to 45, I wouldn't expect to find you on LinkedIn first. I wouldn't expect you to find you on LinkedIn until you've really got the other stuff down because you're probably not going to make money directly off of LinkedIn. But let's say you are an office supply shop. Well, I would expect to find you on LinkedIn right away because we're there for business stuff. And I'd probably expect to see you a little bit less if you're a higher end shop, a little bit less on Facebook. Instagram's kind of that middle ground where pretty much everybody can play. So your audience is really what is going to determine where you go. I know in episode eight, we had talked about our three avatars and surprise, surprise, I've changed everything. Yeah, I do that a lot. So an update to the avatars podcast is coming. Uh, I think it's going to be episode 26, but I'm not positive right now. Can't quite see that part of my whiteboard. <laughs> um, so we had the three avatars were the bulk avatar, the heart avatar, and you yourself. That hasn't changed, but after conversations um, between Robbie and I and between clients and stuff, they're like, I'm not getting the bulk avatar thing. I don't understand. What is it? So we've actually renamed them. Still the same concept, but we have your money avatar, your soul avatar, and your you avatar. <laughs> I just think that's cute. So this, the money avatar is still the one that's kind of the one you systemize. It's the Big Mac client. It's the you know, the client that you're not super excited to get, you didn't start this company to sell to this client, but they have the most money to offer you. They may not be the one that you have the strongest connection with. Cause guess what? That's your soul avatar. And what did you go into business for? To make a lot of money and feed your soul. You want a balance of both of those types of clients. So while maybe dealing with wholesalers does not turn your crank at all, and you love your retail clients who buy directly from you, those retail clients who buy directly from you buy one at a time, and your wholesale clients buy bulk at a time. So that's what you want to be marketing to both groups, but you want to be marketing to them separately, probably. So your audience, when you set your um, money avatar, that ideal client that's just all about the money, they are probably more, they're more likely to be on LinkedIn. Sometimes it depends. I have, I have a client who um, she's, she's running large retreats and she wants to sell them to higher end ladies. A lot of those higher end ladies are retired. They are actually hanging out on Facebook because they're there to see pictures of their grandkids and stuff like that. They're not hanging out on LinkedIn right now. So it's not one size fits all, but you truly have to look at your audience and then picture their lives, jump in their skin, walk around in them, ask them, 
Ask the people that you know who are just like those people. Where do you spend most of your time on social media? And then master each channel one at a time. Get your Facebook strategy down to the point that it runs itself. You know what you're doing. You can plan ahead. You've planned out your next, you know, six months solidly and 18 months generally, and you've got it down. Then you're going to move into Instagram, but you're going to move into Instagram to attack a different client base. You don't need to duplicate, first of all, but you don't need to double your work necessarily because your Facebook work has kind of been done for you. So you can scaffold them off of each other. There's a couple of pretty general rules. If you are a business to business, LinkedIn is going to be your first place because that is where we do business. It is the online trade show. It is the online networking event. It is the online chamber of commerce. So if you're looking to hit other businesses who are in business mode when they're on social, they're not going there to relax. People go to LinkedIn to be informed, to find out information to get better products, to get better networks, to get better services, all of those things. So that's where you would hit first. If you're selling a physical product that you can take a picture of, and especially if you're selling it to customers, even if it's not one that immediately like makes sense for LinkedIn, like if let's say you sell auto parts and you're selling certain ones, but you can take a picture of them and you can take a picture of the muscle cars. You put them in and these, you can get a niche on Instagram because you have a physical thing to take a picture of. I sell a service. I sell a whole bunch of services, but even the products that I sell are digital products. I can share a screenshot of a beautiful website that I've done, but I can't really take a picture of it. I can't take a picture of a marketing strategy. I can't take a picture even really of client success. I can take screenshots of insights and all of those things, but I don't need like a fancy camera to do that. It's literally a screenshot off of my computer. So for me, where I build a service, I'm actually selling my brain. We're selling our brain. We're selling our talent. We're selling our time. We're selling our value. So for me, Being on Facebook and being on LinkedIn made more sense because it takes more work for me to be on Instagram. Hala's Instagram is set up to be, this is who we are, kind of like the the behind the scenes stuff, get to know our faces, get to know what we do, and some tips and tricks and things like that, and promoting the stuff we have going on. It's not necessarily about taking pictures of our products because really, like I said, it would be mainly screenshots. You also have to look at your brand. If your brand is a highly visual brand. So if you are somebody who you are stuck on your brand colors and you are always on brand and you wear your brand colors and you are always lettered up and your vehicles lettered up and all of that stuff, that's a very visual impact. Guess where visual impact belongs? It belongs on Instagram. It also belongs secondarily on Facebook, a lot less on LinkedIn because it's not offering value. It's just offering brand awareness and brand awareness on LinkedIn doesn't work as well because people aren't using it to go research brands the way they are on Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and the other places that you can go. The other thing I really, really want you to look at, and I know I've kind of left Twitter out, even though pre-Donald Trump 
and pre-cranky-ass people who took it over, Twitter was actually my favorite social media channel. It's still where I get a lot of my news. It's still where I get a lot of like feedback and stuff, but it used to be like my home because I'm a writer. I'm a word person. I'm a terrible picture taker and I am the person who forgets to take pictures. Like I'm the person at the concert who's looking at the concert who forget, who wishes I could get a video. So I just have to ask somebody who else was there to send me a video of this or that. I don't have pictures of my kids first steps because I was on the floor beside them. It is picture taking to me is not a natural thing. So guess what the hardest one for me to jump onto was Instagram. Thank goodness I didn't tell myself that I needed to be on Instagram before I could do the next thing or else I really would have felt like a failure by the time I got around to fixing my Instagram strategy. So go where your talent is, go where your comfort level is. And you are allowed to take into account if you like something personally and you're comfortable with that software, it can be the first one you jump into. If it's not the one that's going to actually make you money, then think of it as a jumping off point, yes. But what I don't want you to do is get so overwhelmed that you don't do any of them because you can't do all of them. Pinterest is the one if you are spending an awful lot of time on your website and your website just constantly has ongoing, highly visual, well-written, lots of how-tos, lots of pictures, lots of everything, and you already kind of have to do that. Let's say you're you're an NGO or a nonprofit that's focusing really, really, really heavily on creating shareable content. Well, guess what? Pinterest is going to be a pretty easy fit for you. If you're not, I don't recommend you jump on Pinterest because it probably won't make you the return of money and time. More importantly, time. Money being, I mean, the time that you pay somebody to write the content. Even if it's an employee, you're still paying for that time, right? So look at it first. Where is your audience? We can give you stats out the yin-yang. We know that Instagram is, you know, 25 to 50-year-olds. Yes, actually, 25 to 50 now. We know that Facebook is more in the 35 to 65-year-old range. We know that LinkedIn is everybody from 25 years old to 65 years old with different pockets of heavy usage, more dependent on industry. But you can find that information or you can send me a message and I can give you that information. We know that Pinterest is very female heavy. It's very visual heavy. And the purchases that are made on Pinterest are usually $30 and below. So if you're selling a lot of products to a female heavy generation, if your if your avatar is 25 to 35 year old women or 25 to 28 year old women even better and you're selling something that's not expensive for each purchase Pinterest is not a bad place to be they do the stuff stays around for a really long time reblogging have all of these things that happen when people pin and repin and repin you can get a lot of value out of each post it's just you have to create those posts So I want you to look first, obviously, at your audience. Where are they? And meet them where they are and do it in order. 
then I want you to take a look at, okay, if my audience is, my wholesale audience is here and my retail audience is here, who do I need to hit first? Well, probably need to hit the one that's going to get the, that is the engine of the business. So that would be wholesale. So I know I should be heading over to LinkedIn and creating LinkedIn specific content and the rest of it I can leave alone. Or let's say wholesalers are interested in you because of your retail following. In that case, I would be hitting Instagram and Facebook really, really hard. All of these things are very much a case by case by case by case. Everybody is a little bit different than the last person, but there are some pretty general rules to follow. Facebook is going to be ubiquitous for everyone who is looking to build brand awareness as long as what they have can be seen as a general interest. So if you are a label maker, that's probably not going to be your spot. If you're, if you're like a a larger, you know, label providing or marketing providing company, probably Facebook is not going to be your place because it's going to take you a long time to get down to that little niche market that's looking to follow you. If you're a local business, Facebook should probably be the first place you go just so people can find that address because Google really does populate Facebook stuff really, really fast. And it's a really quick way for people to find out where you are. If you're not brick and mortar, head over to Instagram. If you're doing a lot of online sales, Instagram, absolute place to be 100%. Now that Facebook has their shop feature, it could be your secondary one. But all of it comes down to which one are you most likely to do on a very regular and consistent basis? Which one doesn't make you cringe? Which one doesn't make you roll your eyes? Which one doesn't make you hate your life? That's the one I want you to start on. No matter what, that trumps everything except possibly audience. And the reason I say that is because getting yourself with your, getting going with your audience, if you're not getting any feedback from the things you're doing, you're going to stop doing it anyway. So take a look at the larger picture. Take a look at your audience, your product, your service, your brand, your talent level, and what you like and make your decisions from there. But pick one, start this week and create a full-fledged strategy. When you have that strategy down to the point that it becomes nearly boring, it's time to move on to the next channel and not a minute before. Coming up on the next episode, we're going to be talking about time management through the lens of a book called The 12-Week Year. This book seriously changed my life. You're going to want to hear this one. If you liked what you heard in this episode, please let us know. We live on validation. Hit subscribe, leave us a review. And if you want to get in touch to see how we can help you, you can find us at hala.agency, H-A-L-A dot agency or online everywhere as Hala Connected. Until next time, kick ass and live on purpose. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Now put down your phone and start kicking ass.